ஓகே குட் மார்னிங் எவ்ரி பாடி பியூட்டிஃபுல் ரெய்னி டே ஐ எம் கைண்ட் ஆஃப் சர்ப்ரைஸ் டு சி ஆல் தி பீப்பா ஐ வாஸ் திங்கிங் எவ்ரி பாடி இஸ் ஸ்லீப்பிங் ஸோ ஐ எம் ஸோ ஹாப்பி அண்ட் ப்ரௌட் அபவுட் யூ அண்ட் ஸோ யூ மேட் திஸ் ட்ரிப் டு த டெம்பிள் ஸோ வென் ஐ எம் ட்ராவலிங் அரவுண்ட் த வேர்ல்ட் வென் ஐ கோ டு டிஃபரெண்ட் கண்ட்ரீஸ் அண்ட் டிஃபரெண்ட் கம்யூனிட்டிஸ் i always see something uh, very interesting because country to country the way their lifestyle the way people are living is totally different even we are eating same food not same food but you know the eating food but their lifestyles are different culturally different their languages are different their behaviors are different um now being in this country um it is totally different experience then i go to uh, austria far away in austria how they live their cultures the way their behaviors are totally different when i go to sri lanka after that extremely different <laughs> right then i go to dubai oh my god <laughs> it's you know the another whole world and it's very interesting to see so then what i am doing wherever i go i have to adjust according to their cultural norms their behaviors their languages i have to uh, adjust i have to behave certain ways for example now i hug everybody here in united states i love to do that right when i go to sri lanka no way <laughs> right especially for women never touch right no hugs and you know that's not culturally accepting monks hugging the people right because where they are believing their cultures are different but after i come to this country i totally broke that tradition now i am hugging all the people who come to the temple right which i love right and so anyway uh, who made those rules hmm we made it right we made it uh, i if i say it right we call the conventional the people made their rules and guidelines whatever for their convenience those rules guidelines are so beautiful according to their culture now i can see every year group of people go to sri lanka with me so we educate them before we go to the country why whatever they are believing is totally different so we have to respect to that culture if you are not respect to that culture then you are in trouble in there especially go you go to the like a middle eastern countries they are very strict about their cultures and their rules and their guidelines if you are not believing that you all are in trouble right so some cultures are so harsh some cultures are moderation some cultures are extremely open like here and so accepting whatever it is so anyway my point do we have to follow those things now i'm asking a question yeah. <laughs> do we have to follow we we follow with an respect right Okay so that's what I am doing too 
right? It doesn't mean I like them, right? Sometimes I don't like them at all. But just respect into what they are believing, I have to practice it, or not practice, I have to respect it, I have to follow their guidelines, which is okay. But remember, those are, we call, conventional truth. Conventional truth. All those rules people made for their convenience. They are comfortable with them. But when we take the all the rules or rituals, whatever we created in Sri Lanka, if you bring all those things to United States, I try to implant them here in the Blue Lotus, I am really sure nobody will come. <laughs> Why? It is not comfortable for you if you put all those guidelines and rituals into your community. So my point is, we have to understand, even we are respecting to them, what is the truth? So what is the truth? Truth is understanding those are not real, those are man-made, those are not the ultimate truth. So my, I, I don't know, maybe this is, I'm a rebel. <laughs> and so, one day, if you break those rules, what will happen? Usually in the, you know, the general public, in the, our communities, if you break those rules, if I break those rules or the guidelines in Sri Lanka, I'm excommunicated. Oh, I'm a lunatic. I am a mad person. I am not a good monk. So people are criticizing. What Buddha did, Prince Siddhartha did the same thing. He walked beyond that conventional world. He broke all the rules on the society. Whatever Indian society accepted, they were thinking this is the truth. Buddha said, no, I am not accepting. He was a rebel. So, my point is, if you really want to go to the deeper understanding about life, and if you want to find the salvation or liberation, we have to go away from that man-made box. Because now we are believing the reality, truth, is in this box. That reality, that truth is not in this box, man-made. Does it make sense now? So when we are believing in this box, it's real, there is no opportunity for you to grow. That's what happened to me. I'm not telling whatever my ancestors or my people, whatever did in my country, they are wrong. They don't know. They are believing whatever they learn. Now, middle of these dramas, one person or few people understanding, we all are doing like a blind group of people, just following each other. So, group of blind people walking together. <laughs> so, then they are believing everybody is doing right. We are just following them. I am asking, don't do that. Stop and think what, what they are doing. So, no need to do that. So, what I am asking, please understand that conventional rules, 
then understand what is the truth. Where is the truth? Hmm? Within. Within. How you are going to find that truth? You have to be a very open-minded person. If you are a traditional thinking person, the truth or the reality walk away from you. It is very interesting. So when you are practicing meditation, it is very simple. When you are practicing mindfulness, it is very simple thing. So once somebody asked from the Buddha, could you please summarize your teaching to one word? He was giving 45 years teaching. Now somebody asking 45 years, you know, the teaching summarized to the one word. What do you think, what is the answer Buddha gave? Oh. Huh? Truth, okay. Love. Love. Compassion. Compassion. Awake, okay. Keep going. <laughs> yes, mindfulness. So Buddha said, the word I can summarize my whole teaching to one word, which is mindfulness. Mindfulness is everything. Now this word mindfulness is overused in this country. And also the word mindfulness is very expensive in this country. <laughs> <laughs> and people make lots of you know, money and dollars you know, using the word mindfulness. It's another totally different uh, topic I had to address. And so, but this mindfulness even it is overused in our society, but this is the most powerful thing. But now I don't know how many people understand that. So let's make it very simple. We all have these six senses. Now we all have these six senses. Now every day we see things. Every day we hear things. Every day we taste things. Every day we feel things. We are making stories in our crazy head. <laughs> right? Those are our five senses. Now when we are thinking, when we are feeling something, when you hear something, when you smell something, how do you do with that? Think. How do you do? It's hmm? intuitive. It's intuitive. Okay. Anything? Observe, very good. If you can observe it, that's, a, that's it. I'm going to stop the t talking now. Right? You know, uh, if you can observe, that's great. But we are not. So you, whatever you hear, you follow that voice. Then you are making the judgment. How do you make the judgment when you hear something? Hmm? Your perception. How? Oh, I love that voice is so beautiful. Huh? Oh, I, I, I don't like it. I hate it. Yeah, opinions. And also, you are in between. Maybe you are like it, maybe you don't like it. You know, in between, doesn't matter. Neutral. So always, whatever happening in the world, using our six senses, we are always reacting. The problem is not what you see. Problem is your reaction. So now you are, you are sitting and practicing meditation almost 25 minutes. Sitting and closing your eyes, what did you do? 
you know, you focus on the breath, that's what I was asking, right? But bubble. Thoughts keep going. Now you are thinking, oh, I know monks are, you know, making lunches in the basement. <laughs> I think they are making lentils. <laughs> I smell it so good. Right? So we, you know, I just make an example. We are making those stories. Can you stop that? Good luck. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot stop those thinking. Nothing wrong with that. So now what you have to do with this, those thinking then? You have to, what Linda said, observe, I'm thinking about lentils. One, uh, after long trip, I came home. When I come home, I don't have food. You know, my refrigerator is empty. Then that night, I was making the list. Oh, I need these, these things. Tomorrow I'm going to do some groceries. Now next day morning, I woke up and I have my daily rituals, so then I was sitting and meditating before I go to groceries. Then I am sitting and meditating, then I was thinking and meditating, focus on my breath. I was thinking, I need broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> so middle of a meditation and I had the thought, I need broccoli. So then I was thinking, nothing wrong with that. Yes, broccoli also part of my life. <laughs> so then I make the, you know, the, like a check mark on my head. Yes, I need the broccoli. I didn't get upset with that thought. I continue my meditation. Then another thought came. I need something else. So you have to watch and observe and no need to attach to that thought. The thought is natural part of your life. Then whatever you see, the same thing. Now think of you come to the temple. You are so excited, this even rainy day. Now you park your car in front of the temple. Then you can see somebody walking to the building. You really hate that person. <laughs> oh my God, I was so excited to go to the temple. Look, that man also going to the temple. Uh, he is my ex-boyfriend. I don't like him. <laughs> you know, something like that. I Why I am saying these things? Those things... Happen to people because they call me. Bhante, I came to the temple, but that person is going to the temple. I don't want to come and see you. I, I was waiting 11.30 appointment, but that person wasn't here. Then I call, where are you? No, Bhante, I came, but I saw somebody walk into the building. I don't like to see him. I just, you know, then <laughs> that person left. Now think, whatever you see, you reacted. It's very interesting. So always using our six senses, the problem is our reaction. So if you can keep our awareness, whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever you feel, whatever you taste, you are out of trouble. Because of whatever you see, how many people creating negative emotions, negative thinking towards other people and, and about yourself? I have a story, um, somebody sitting and practicing meditation had the mosquito bite in Sri Lanka. Then that lady got the mosquito bite, she was thinking, middle of the meditation question, I have malaria. <coughs> now think about how we are, you know, that, the feel, that mosquito bite, then she was thinking, make the judgment, I have malaria. She was thinking, I am sick, I am sick. 
ഐ ഹാവ് ഫീവർ പീപ്പിൾ ടേക്ക് മീ ടു ദ ഹോസ്പിറ്റൽ ഐ എം ഗോയിങ് ടു ഡൈ ഇൻ ശ്രീലങ്ക ഷീ ഇസ് ക്രീം ആൻഡ് ക്രായിങ് മിൽ ഓഫ് ദ മെഡിറ്റേഷൻ തിങ്ക് ദിസ് ഹാപ്പൺ ടു പീപ്പിൾ ഐ എം റിയലി ഷുവർ ദോസ് തിങ്സ് ഹാപ്പൺ ടു യു recently um i had the car you know the blue car i was driving in the blue lotus temple and so then uh, monks need the car then everybody the board decided how about you give your car to the monks so finally i gave my car to the monks and so the tailor our president he said i am going to buy a new car how about you take my car then he gave me his car now i am driving bmw <laughs> okay no <laughs> you know then i i said oh tyler i feel so embarrassed to drive this car now think about what i said conventionally thinking conventionally thinking the when we see the bmw symbol we are is a oh, luxurious car we are conditioned then i was kind of hesitant to get this car finally i was thinking no it doesn't matter so i had to take it i need the car so now i am driving that car everywhere i go when i stop the car some people negative about it some people oh wow wonderful and happy about it different people have different perception about it okay so then i was thinking where i have to stand now i am asking where i have to stand middle yes i have to stand the middle and you know your intention right i know my intention and also i was thinking last night i was doing a workshop in lake zuri and so somebody saw that car they are going laugh when i get out from the car now sometime i try to stop the car far away then <laughs> then then i was thinking myself i'm kind of cheating myself i don't want to do that i have to be uh, normal and natural to myself i have to do this so then i realize whatever other people do or think i cannot control i cannot control i can do whatever i do let them to think whatever they are thinking so then uh, one person came to me and and said oh you are monk you have to live in a forest <laughs> i said i am not an animal you know animals are living in the forest and so i am not an animal i am not willing to live in the forest as a monk i have to live in a forest that's how his perception is so i i no need to argue with that so my point is if somebody make a assumption or judgment about your behaviors uh, your lifestyle or let them to judge based on your ju- their judgment don't make your life miserable or sad why if you feel sad according to their judgment whatever they see and make in the stories that means every single day you have to be unhappy why the millions of thousands of people living in this world and making their own judgment and also i have my own issues issues making my own judgment inside me i have to handle those things too 
Then now think about, then I take all other people's judgment, how I'm going to live my life. So, most important thing, respect those cultural norms and rituals, whatever dogmas they have according to their cultures. But if you really want to understand yourself, go beyond, without disrespecting, go beyond those cultural norms and see something deeper in your practice. And also, be careful with your five senses, whatever you uh, see, feel and reacting, all the six senses, whatever happening inside them, bring mindfulness into that experience, live your life. That's it. Other than that, whatever world thing, whatever people think, whatever other people are doing, doesn't matter. I experienced all my life being with the different people, different societies, different my parents or my teachers. We are like a prisoners. Our own thinking. We are like a prisoners. Because we have to think according to somebody's guidelines. That is the way we have to continue our life. There is no freedom. There is no salvation. There is no enlightenment. Why Prince Siddhartha attained the enlightenment? Because he was going against all those things. With love and kindness and compassion. That's why he helped thousands of millions of people even after his death. How powerful it is. The secret is practicing awareness, practicing mindfulness. That means you are standing yourself without holding anybody's help. Right? You are strong and tall. Any questions? Yes. Right, exactly. So, when you do that, people looking at you, as I said, crazy. So, I'm asking you, when you are really doing well with your practice, if other thousands of people telling you are crazy, can you handle that? That's the question I'm asking. Mm-hmm. If we if we choose to not comply with what's standard and what's normal, then we might be being true to ourselves. We might have we might have pure intentions, mm-hmm. but we can alienate ourselves. And if our goal is to integrate ourselves mm-hmm. and, to, and to be part of the community, right? I think it's necessary. Yeah, I totally understand what you said. So we have to be mindful without having conflict, internal conflict how to integrate ourselves in the society. I'm not asking to break everything and go against. When I say against, means internally. Internally, you have to go against and find your truth. But externally, you have to respect them, what, what she said. We have to respect them and we have to live with them. Otherwise, they will crucify you or something like that. So that's what happened in the society. I'm totally agree with you. Otherwise, we cannot live in this society. The society is cruel. Society is difficult. So, you have to be so smart 
how to live in this society, middle of all the dramas happening in the world. I'm totally agree. Yeah? Yeah, it's a finding the balance. Yeah. Well, I, I think to your point, there's yet to be authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Because you meet people where they're at, but you don't leave them where they're at. And right. if you can't meet people where they're at in your authentic, authenticity and mm-hmm. being genuine, right. it's hard for them to even relate to you. Right. So I, I think. You know, like for example, for me, now being here so many years in this country, I'm so used to this culture. My, you know, the nature, now I'm so used to this. When I go to Sri Lanka, I talk, sometimes I forget because why I'm so conditioned. Now I'm so mindful. My sister reminded me, you know, once, remember, still you are Sri Lankan. That's true. Still, when you are Sri Lanka, I had respect to that. So, yes, I, I respect to that. That's why I said, when I'm Sri Lankan, I exactly, I do everything what Sri Lankan people are doing because otherwise it's not nice. But my internal practice is totally different than that. Because I keep those things separate. But my uh, truth-seeking experience has a different goal and different ways of thinking. So question. Oh. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, you know, for me, I feel like there's, um, you know, in this country, there's quite a lot of systemic racism, mm-hmm. a lot of ignorance, a lot of um, uh, systemic uh, systems. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, if I just go along with that, you know, I can't be neutral, right? But I, I'm supporting that system. If mm-hmm. I go inside and I feel like, you know, um, change the legal and whatever it is, yeah. right? then I'm going to be part of the action change in that system. So, I think, I think we have to own our systems that we've been part of or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and the awareness piece of that and the compassion piece of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Can't say right. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? So you talked about truth, and and I agree with you there. And coming from different backgrounds, and you also spoke about different cultures and whatnot. So your truth, your truth, your truth maybe influenced because of your background where you came from, mm-hmm. so, but it's true to you. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to coexist, and, and is there, how do you get to that common truth, mm-hmm. even though we're coming from different places? Right, exactly. So other thing, you know, the, we have, you know, everyday life in the society, we have different truths. Mm-hmm. But truth is one. Just one truth. If there's a two truths, mm-hmm. there's another conflict. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, the, our inner truth to you and me, all other people is the same. And so, but everyday life, general public, when we're dealing with the different truth, I understand. That's why conventional truth, ultimate truth. Ultimate truth is same to everybody. But maybe we are coming from the different directions. Okay. Okay, so many hands. <laughs> I think uh, ultimate truth, I, this is something I kind of got while you were speaking, but ultimate truth is not made by men. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's when you get other people's truths because they'll look at it from their own vantage point and say, well, this is my truth. Mm-hmm. It must be true for everybody. And um, they're only getting one side of it. But I think that seeking internally for truth, mm-hmm. it gives you.
Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm always doing. I think that's why people are standing for, you know, the justice, right? Yeah. You know, in this country especially, people are standing for that. Now think about all the people who work so hard in those rights in this country. They did something. But my point, you can do that too. How? The way you are doing it is important. And actually, my comment relates to that. Um, working towards the social justice and to change the things that we um, that feel need to be changed as a and, you know, as we say that we can change the world, and I think that the way that we do that is through, like, open-minded inquiry mm-hmm. and vulnerability. Right. And the willingness to be able to share what our personal truth is mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the rest of the world, and, you know, hopefully the, the, the minds that are receiving that right. are open-minded enough to mm-hmm. really see it for what it is, mm-hmm. and... Right, exactly. And uh, so I want to remind you, you know, we all can work hard for our inner happiness and inner contentment, finding deep wisdom inside us, then we can help the world. And if you are trying to make this whole world better and peaceful place, you are going to fail. Because I think, you know, the most important thing, how you feel inside. So again, these things I try to talk to people, even one person may understand and find peace within themselves. That's my purpose of talking about this. My purpose is not to help the whole world, right? My purpose, in the beginning of the meditation, I said, world is in you, you are the world, right? So if you can... Do yourself, I think that is the most important practice. And continue that. The world is too big for us to focus. Right? Yeah. I think this is enough, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kelly, uh, anything?